I'm Victoria Doherty, and welcome to the cold. Cold is the way revenge is best served, the way a war was fought, and the way a story should be told, and at least where I live, cold is the temperature of the holidays, and and cold is for winter, which is my favorite season, and um, and this week I want to do something a little bit different, actually in honor of Christmas, which is what I celebrate, or any, you know, whatever holiday that, that you um, celebrate at this time of year, but um, no, actually this is particularly Christmas themed, so just take it in the spirit in which it's meant, even if you don't celebrate. Um, I, um, this week I've, I've written a bit of a song, it's actually more of an essay well, it's something between an essay and a song, and it's certainly inspired by a song, um, one I'm sure you know, and you're welcome to do your best to sing it to the tune of the 12 Days of Christmas, um, if you choose to read it. I've also posted it on my blog, um, which is Victoria Doherty um, at WordPress. Um, also the cold blog, um, but it's probably better suited to a rap if you prefer, but it do- just doesn't matter because as long as you take it into your hearts, you know, I mean, maybe if it stays there over not just these 12 days, but 12 months, you'll find that the spirit of these words and their concurrent offerings will accrue. So let's begin. On this first day of Christmas, chilly and clear, a dusting of snow on the mountains outside my window, I, a humble author who writes about true love an awful lot, gives to you, dear listener, a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the second day of Christmas, this author who writes about true love an awful lot, as I said, also offers you two shots of good whiskey, plus two handsome middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, although one of those fetching males is a dog. And, of course, a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the third day of Christmas, well, this true love obsessed author with a curious interest in killers and spies and grandiose destinies gives you, my faithful listener, an ongoing story trilogy made of ancient curses, star-crossed lovers, and archaeological adventures. Two shots of hella good whiskey, plus two true-hearted, handsome, middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa. Remember, one is a dog and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, this author, who fervently believes that the transcendental power of love belongs in even the most harrowing, dark, and war-torn stories, is honored 
to give to you for heartfelt whispers of devotion. An ongoing story trilogy made of ancient curses, star-crossed lovers, and archaeological adventures, of course, plus two shots of really great whiskey that burns so good as it goes down, in addition to two handsome, true-hearted, unafraid-to-make-grand-romantic gesture-type middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa. Although, yes, one is a canine, and you better believe that even he makes romantic gestures, like the way he greets me every time I come home. And, not to be forgotten, a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, your favorite love scribe here, with a serious fixation on mystery, thrills, and noir, gives you five unapologetically sentimental and spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers. I had to sing that one. Four heartfelt whispers of devotion, an ongoing story trilogy made of the craziest ancient curses, starry-eyed, star-crossed lovers, and bold archaeological adventures, two terribly handsome middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, although one is a canine, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick, perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, we are halfway there, this love-drunk, thriller lover of an author is so happy to give to you six handmade marionettes gyrating at the command of a body mistress, that would be me, five unapologetically sentimental and spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers, Four heartfelt whispers of devotion, an ongoing story trilogy made of only the most powerful ancient curses, charming star-crossed lovers, and riveting archaeological adventures, two shots of great artisan whiskey, plus two handsome, true-hearted, full-of-soul-and-mischief middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa. And remember, one's a dog and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick, perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the seventh day of Christmas, this noir-fixated, hopeless romantic of an author gives to you seven bad and beautiful dames with velveteen voices and shady pasts that would make you shudder. Six handmade marionettes gyrating at the command of a body mistress. I've got two of those that I'm looking at right here in my office. One I call Vladimir the Great, and he holds a violin in his hand, and he just looks so hungover. And the other has an accordion and a frothy beer, and they're just terrific. But I digress. And five unapologetically sentimental and spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers. Four sweet 
heartfelt whispers of devotion, an ongoing story trilogy made of monstrous ancient curses, impassioned star-crossed lovers, and wild, time-traveling archaeological adventures, two fine shots of my best whiskey, along with two handsome, true-hearted, romantic, and mischievous middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, although one is a canine with terrible gas, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. On the eighth day of Christmas, this lover of love, evangelist for old souls, and unapologetic prose junkie is just dying to give to you eight haunting phases of the moon shining upon the wintry alleys of an old gothic city center. Seven bad, gorgeous, and wanton dames with smoky, velveteen voices and pasts so shady you wish you hadn't asked. Six handmade marionettes. Well, by this point, they're twerking at the command of a body mistress. And five unapologetically maudlin and resoundingly spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rung drunk revelers. That's rum drunk, not rung drunk. Four sweet heartfelt whispers of absolute devotion an ongoing trilogy of time-spinning ancient curses, bewitching star-crossed lovers, and spine-tingling archaeological adventures. Two super-handsome, true-hearted, witty, overfed, middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, although one is a dog and not particularly witty, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick, perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. And on this ninth day of Christmas, this shameless maven of love scenes, among other things, gives to you nine lingering kisses bestowed by a lover pure of heart, though not pure of thought. Eight haunting, utterly enigmatic phases of the moon shining upon the enchanting wintry alleys of an old gothic city center, seven bad dames with bad attitudes and smoky, velveteen voices who have the kinds of shady past that make them the sorts of ladies you'd never bring home to your mother, six handmade marionettes twerking and gyrating like Megan the Stallion at the command of a body mistress, me, and five unapologetically gushing and soul-screaming Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers. Four sweet-as-hell heartfelt whispers of unconditional devotion, an ongoing story trilogy made of unbreakable ancient curses, fiery star-crossed lovers, and breathtaking archaeological adventures. Two of my favorite handsome, true-hearted, rascally but protective and overfred middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, although one is a canine, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde scarlet lipstick, perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. Then, on the tenth day of Christmas, this author of mysterious thrillers, noirs, and romantic epics of historical fantasies is doing her personal best to give you ten lines 
of prose that will strike a knife into your heart, force a gasp from your lips, and breathe life into your soul. Nine lingering kisses bestowed by a lover so pure of heart, though not pure of thought, that your own heart grows three sizes larger than the Grinch's at its best. Eight hauntingly entrancing phases of the moon shining upon the wintry alleys of an old Gothic city center. Seven dames so bad and tempting with smoky velveteen voices that make you say to hell with their shady pasts. I'm bringing them home to my mother anyway. Six handmade marionettes twerking and gyrating in a way that would make Megan the Stallion blush, all at the command of a body mistress, and five unapologetically uber-sentimental and soulful, holy Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers. Four sweet, heartfelt whispers of unadulterated devotion, an ongoing story trilogy made of the best ancient curses, star-crossed lovers, and archaeological adventures, two handsome, true-hearted, romantically inclined, yet darkly humorous middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, and yes, one's a dog, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a wheat tree. Now, as promised, here are 10 lines of prose from the noir that I am working on that is set in Bombay in 1959. Seminoff inhaled Zoya's scent, woodsy, like his father's mistress's cabin. We all become our fathers, he thought to himself. His father had been poisoned by his mistress after he tried to break things off with her, and Semenov wondered how many times Zoya had thought of killing him, how close he might come to his father's fate now that she had come back to, into his life. His Zoya took a deep breath, running two fingers through her hair, coiling it around them in an almost girlish gesture. What about me? she said. What besides sex did you love about me? Their sexual relationship had been the least fulfilling part of their coupling, but he wasn't about to tell her that. She would have been greatly offended. Zoya was a tempting woman and a skilled lover, but she was meant for causes, not other people. Now on the 11th, day of Christmas. We're almost there, folks. This exhausted author, besotted by love stories, inexplicable mysteries, and fantastical histories, wishes for you to receive 11 prayers answered unironically by our maker. Ten lines of prose that strike a gilded sword into your heart, force the air from your lungs and a gasp from your lips, and breathe life into your soul. Nine soft, lingering kisses bestowed by a lover pure of heart, though not pure of thought. Eight ethereal phases of the moon, shining resplendent upon the wintry alleys of an old Gothic city center. Seven, oh so very, very 
bad and beautiful dames with smoky, velveteen voices and the kinds of shady pasts that let you know you don't have a prayer as long as you're with them, but you don't care what your mother or anyone else has to say about it. Six handmade marionettes, well, just slumped on the floor now and no longer gyrating because the body mistress who is commanding them is busy drinking a mug of mulled wine. And five unapologetically feel-good and brazenly spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers. Four sweet, heartfelt, and sensual whispers of devotion an enthralling, ongoing story trilogy made of ancient curses, star-crossed lovers, and archaeological adventures that would make Indiana Jones jealous. Two dashing and true-hearted middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, including the dog, and a cardinal, the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weird weed tree, or a weird tree. <laughs> And finally, on the 12th day of Christmas, May 12, cold winds blow, each of them bringing you clarity of mind and heart. One wind for your past, another for the present, yet another for the future. One for those you've loved and one for those you've lost to death or disagreement. One for the dreams you've delayed and one for those you've pursued. One for the child within you, and another for the wise elder you have built through experience. One for your caring mentors, and another for your harshest teachers. And lastly, the coldest one for actions you take in this coming year, the ones that will help others and define your experience. And no, I haven't forgotten the 11 prayers answered unironically by our maker, the 10 lines of prose that strike a blade into your heart, force a gasp from your lips, and breathe life into your soul. Nine lingering kisses bestowed by a lover pure of heart, though not pure of thought. Eight haunting phases of the moon shining upon the wintry alleys of an old gothic city center. Seven bad and beautiful dames with smoky, velveteen voices and shady pasts that make you want to cry. Six handmade marionettes gyrating once again at the command of a body mistress who has down two or three cups of mulled wine by this time. Five unapologetically sentimental and highly spiritual Christmas carols sung by an amateur choir of rum-drunk revelers, four sweet heartfelt whispers of devotion, an ongoing trilogy of ancient curses, star-crossed lovers, and archaeological adventures, two strikingly handsome, true-hearted, witty, and overfed middle-aged males snoring on a living room sofa, including the dog, and a cardinal the color of a Hitchcock blonde's scarlet lipstick perched on the bare branch of a weed tree. I just wish you the merriest and the brightest this year. Um, and while we're at it, you should know that the Breast Series is on sale um, throughout 
I think just throughout today and it's Sunday, um, although it, it will still be available for a great price throughout the holiday season. So it's not too late to give you or a loved one the gift of an epic tale that will keep them up all night turning pages. And um, I will certainly link, um, put the appropriate links into our show notes. Um, and once again, if you are enjoying this podcast, please do give us a follow, an official follow, and please tell your friends about it and give us a starred review on the platform of your choice as really word of mouth is the way to spread um, news of a great listening experience, of a great story, and um, that just is so, so very appreciated. Until next time, my cold, cold friends, stay very cold this holiday season.